Hello, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Football Betting Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Pipkin, and I'm joined as ever by my co-host, Tom Walker. Welcome to the show, guys. Thank you for taking the time to tune in, whether you are a new listener or one of our regulars. Yeah, and as ever, we are sponsored by our good friends at matchbook.com. So please do check that out. And you can use the sign-up code TFB Podcast to bag yourself a £30 money back as a free bet offer. Um, so Tom, it's getting towards the business end. We're well in the thick of it. Some relegations decided, some promotions decided. Um a lot of teams on the beach, uh, but still plenty of games to sink our teeth into this week, isn't there? I think that was three cliches from you then. Uh, in the thick of it, the business end and the beach in your opening paragraph. Fair play, fair play. Yeah, I've just got a little cliche bingo sheet. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Tick, tick, tick. <laughs> it is, it, you are right though, it is that part of the season and uh, the games are coming thick and fast, but um. And uh, yeah, Easter weekend, as it, like you know, as ever, so much went on, so much happened. Uh, I mean, it feels like the Friday games were a million years ago already. Mm. Uh, and yeah, we're we're coming down the home street. There's another one, and uh, yeah, we're. I, I I love these games. It, I I personally think I'm not even trying to set us up for excuses here. I think it gets a bit harder to pick out winners. As we get towards this kind of uh, this kind of end of season vibe, where you've got so many teams with nothing to play for, and then some teams playing with fear of you know giving up a promotion spot or a relegation spot or whatever, some funky stuff happens. But it is exciting. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so we we will do our best for you as ever. So we're going to go through the games in the Prem, Champ, League One, and League Two, picking out our betting highlights from each of the leagues. And then we'll wrap it all up in the treble at the end of the show. Yeah, um, worth mentioning as well. We are going to cover fantasy football at the end of the show. Um, yes. So we've had a quite a few people send us DMs asking us to to give an update. So we will do so as well. Just wanted to get that out there nice and early. But yeah, Tom, Premier League, mate. Yeah, kicks off. Arsenal, Man U. Uh, 12.30 kickoff on Saturday. So big game to get things kicked off with. Arsenal 2.16, the favourites, 3.55 for the draw, 3.65 for Man United. Um, we're recording this on Wednesday night. So we've just seen Arsenal go away to Chelsea and win 4-2. Fantastic result for them to turn around their bad form. And of course, on Tuesday night, Manchester United got absolutely hammered by Liverpool 4-0 at Anfield. All sorts of problems with United. Um if we recorded this yesterday, I would have stayed away from Arsenal because they're on the back of three successive losses. But I've seen enough, I feel, in that win against Chelsea that we've just seen to make me more confident to go for Arsenal, I think, in this game. I get that. Uh, I actually did my some of my notes. I did the Prem in Championship yesterday, League One and League Two today. I actually fancied Arsenal yesterday. And this only strengthens the case because I think when I look at how bad Arsenal were in those three games, I, I just describe them as a bit flat and a bit off it. And, mm-hmm. and with United, I would describe them as a lot worse than flat and off it. <laughs> there are terminal issues there, uh, including the, the the devastating news that Ronaldo will be missing for for awful family reasons as well. You know, 
don't want don't mean to capitalize on someone's horrific misfortune but you know it means he'll be missing as well um yeah it's it's all pointing towards arsenal i think as they this is a big game as well uh top four kind of race if you want to call it that massive game got a fancy arsenal for me yeah completely agree uh let's move into the next game then it's leicester against aston villa first of a few three o'clockers here uh, leicester 2.82 villa 2.68 so they're the favorites for this one and the draw is 3.5 um, I was on and on about which way to go. I'm going to settle with a bit of a uh, fence sit and go for both teams to score here. Uh, the price for both teams to score is 1.68. Eight of the last 10 meetings between these two sides have been both teams to score. So they've been involved in some pretty entertaining games over the last few years. Uh, six of the last seven Leicester games have been both teams to score. Villa on the back of four consecutive defeats so they're not in particularly good form whatsoever at the moment um what worries me and why I've not gone for an outright result is because even though if I if I had to pick I'd probably go for Leicester I'm thinking they're probably gonna have one eye on the uh the Europa Conference League semi-final against Roma which comes up on the 28th which is what's that Thursday Thursday. yeah yeah, so if they're playing this game on Saturday, I don't know. They've got nothing to play for in, in terms of Premier League. They're going to be fully focused, I'm sure, on on, a win, on winning that cup competition. So it just puts a bit of doubt in me. Yeah, I think this will be a classic kind of on-the-beach ding-dong affair. I had both teams score, uh, wrote down myself, uh, to be honest with you. 61.29%. That's a stat that both teams have in common. That's how many games have gone over 2.5 this season. Um, remarkable stat, really. Uh, 61.29 is. It, I mean, for you know, for a bit of context, you know, to uh, to try and do that, most teams are hovering below the 60s. Uh, so 58, 57, that kind of area is where you'd normally find uh, teams with uh, with that kind of stat. I completely agree with you, Tom, on the uh, both teams to score section here. I do think the over 2.5 market is something you could play. And I do like Villa. Uh, sorry, Villa. I don't like Villa. Leicester and over 2.5 is 4.4. 4. I hmm. totally get what you're saying. I'd like to see the team sheets before I start sticking my neck out here. Uh, but yeah, Leicester and over 2.5 is something... I do like the look of if they're playing the right team, I think that'd be a good price. Yeah, absolutely. So moving on from a good price into a game where generally the prices are terrible. It's Manchester City against Watford. Uh, City, very heavy favourites, as you'd expect. It's 1.11 for them to get the victory. So just a little bit over 1 to 10 for Man City, as you'd expect, really. They've beaten Watford on 14 consecutive occasions across all competitions. So, yeah, I can't see anything changing this weekend. Watford in shit form themselves, really struggling in their relegation battle. And it would be a huge, huge coupon buster if uh, if Watford got a draw or, dare I say, a win out of this game. Watford are priced at 34.0. Mm. 34. Points. That's absolutely astronomical. Uh, yeah, Watford are absolutely done relegation-wise in my mind. Showing nothing, Man City will will win comfortably. Yeah. 
Finally then for the three o'clockers, Norwich against Newcastle, 3.85 for Norwich, 3.4 for the draw, 2.12 for Newcastle. Any particularly strong fancies in this one for you? I don't I don't see why I can't fancy Newcastle here. Yeah. Uh they're definitely better at home for sure. They've won three on the bounce at home. Uh two clean sheets in those three games. And they're against Palace, Leicester and Wolves. Three really good kind of fellow mid-table teams. So Norwich should offer a less of a challenge, I think it's fair to say. Uh 2.12 is good. Can't the only thing that worries me about Newcastle is they're not, even though they are, you know, notching ones and twos, uh, they're not the most free flowing going forward. Um, so, yeah, I think the, I mean, it's important in every game, but I think the first goal is absolutely crucial here uh, if you are betting towards a Newcastle persuasion. But 15 points in the last eight games means that Toonami should see this through. Yeah, I agree. And finally then for Saturday, Brentford against Spurs. 4.2 for Brentford, 3.65 for the draw and 1.91 for Spurs. Um, I don't know about you, but I am definitely going to sit on the fence for this one. Um, Spurs look very flat in the last game out where they lost to Brighton. Brentford on the other hand, ending the season fantastically well. Uh, Five wins in their last six Premier League games. So... Considering that Spurs are playing away from home, Brentford are in fantastic form. Uh, Spurs lost last time out. I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I can't back Spurs at under-evens, to be honest. I wish it was a better price, for sure. Uh, I would back Spurs. I'm not put off too much by that Brighton performance. Um, I don't think... We've seen worse, for yeah. sure. Definitely. Brighton... Had a couple of chances, but scored with you know uh, a good goal from Trossard towards the end. I think if you have a look at Brentford's form, you can't take anything away from them, Tom. They are ending in in a winning form, and obviously <clears throat> sticking out is that Chelsea win on the road, but also in there, you know, beating Burnley under Dyche. Obviously, that was what Burnley saw as a sackable kind of uh, level of performance um, from them. Uh, then West Ham kind of one eye on Europe. Uh, they beat Watford. Watford basically gave them goals and then missed almost an open goal towards the end. Like, yeah, they're getting the results for sure, but I think they're not showing enough still, even now. Uh, and if Tottenham are back on it, as we saw before, Tom, and this goes back to your Arsenal point, would you be back in Tottenham if they didn't lose to Brighton? Probably. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm going to stick with Tottenham. I think they'll bounce back. Also, I can imagine Antonio Conte is the kind of manager to get a performance out of a team that's just lost. Yeah, completely agree there. Yeah, good points. Uh, Sunday then, Brighton against Southampton kicks us off on Sunday, um, 3, 2 o'clock. This is one of them. Anything that you fancy in this particular game? Because for me, again, nothing really here. Uh, yeah, just fancy all the other games, really. Move on. <laughs> Good job <laughs> we got a choice at two o'clock. <laughs> yeah, big big derby that. False. Um, Burnley against Wolves is the second two o'clock. So 2.88 for Burnley, 3.1 for the draw, 2.72 for Wolves. Uh, obviously, since we recorded the last pod, uh, Sean Dyche sacked by Burnley. Um, I think met with pretty much universal 
outcry by the footballing community, it seems. Yeah, um, yeah and rightly so. That's a good way of describing it. Yeah, yeah, rightly so. Um, although good to see him in Rock City the, the night after he'd been sacked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, out in Nottingham at a indie rock venue. Sticky, yeah. stickiest floors in the UK. So I'm glad he had a good time. Uh, I'd probably We've go. Had with many, We've had many a good time in there. Many yeah, we have. Time. We have many a good time under <laughs> two point five. I think for a Dicheless Burnley against uh, you know typically resolute Wolves, I think offers a short price, but something that I think will come in. I you know typically when you think of Burnley anyway, tight low margin team. I think you know with this uh, caretaker management structure, they're going to tighten up even more and. You know, Wolves, not exactly free-flowing. So a bit of a snooze fest under 2.5, 1.54. And the final two o'clock then, Chelsea against West Ham. Chelsea price at 1.55. The draw 4.4 and West Ham at 6.6. I'm not going to tip out West Ham to get the win because for me, I have the same concern about them as I do for Leicester, because West Ham have got the big Europa League semi-final coming up in midweek after this game. So I know this is a derby. What worries me as what worries me about Chelsea is their home form, conceding a lot of goals. Uh, four against Brentford, three against Real Madrid, four against Arsenal in three of the last four games. So very un-Chelsea-like at Stamford Bridge. Um, so I'm just going to go for both teams to score here. Um that's priced at 1.99, which I think is pretty generous. Yeah, both teams to score for me as well. Um, I'm going to, exactly what you said, Tom, you, you pretty much read off my sheet here. I was kind of ready to forgive Chelsea for losing against Arsenal, kind of like I forgave you know, Tottenham for losing to Brighton, etc. But then, yeah, I had a look at what they've been doing at, at Stamford Bridge at the moment and... Uh, yeah, nowhere near good enough. I've got a good friend of mine who's a Chelsea fan who points out that, you know, a lot of the team is, you know, either out of contract or moving on, uh, uncertain futures, etc. He feels like, you know, it's it's kind of a a limping, you know, they're limping towards the finish line a little bit. Uh, and mm-hmm. obviously with that Real Madrid, uh, sorry, not the Real Madrid game, uh, they're Definitely not playing Real Madrid in uh, in Europe with uh, the FA Cup final and everything. It, it feels like that's their their season. Yeah, top four win the FA Cup is uh, yeah is their season now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, then. So finally, Liverpool against Everton for Sunday. One point two one is the price for Liverpool to win the Merseyside derby. Seven point eight for the draw, and Everton a big sixteen point five. Uh, yeah, I can't see anything other than a, a Liverpool win and comfortably here. I was thinking, you know, it must be a long, long time, if perhaps ever, since Liverpool's two main, main rivals, Man United and Everton, have been so bad and Liverpool have just been brushing them aside, both teams in the same season. Like, it'd be a real shock if this was anything other than a routine for Liverpool, right? Yeah, 100%. I mean, let's be honest. Um Man United are a damn sight better than uh, than Everton, and they got absolutely swatted aside. So I'm yeah. I'm very worried about Everton. Yeah, four one the reverse fixture. 
Um, so could we see another nine goals in the uh, aggregate score for, for Liverpool? Possibly. Possibly. I wouldn't rule it out. Uh, I think this will be an absolute bloodbath for Everton. Yeah. Um, in terms of, of betting, I was, I'm going to go for Liverpool and over 3.5 because I, I agree. I think there'll be plenty of goals. 2.46 yeah. is the price for that one. Mm-hmm. Finally, on Monday in the Prem, then we've got Palace against Leeds. Anything you fancy from this game? Because I was more just to leave it. This is this is a cracking on the beach Monday night. Who gives a monkeys? Isn't it? <laughs> Bloody hell! Who's watching this? Well, uh, I mean me. I'll watch it. But uh, my my point is, uh, both teams safe under the the Monday night microscope. It seems a bit weird. Both teams to okay. score one point seven two. I just fancy kind of fun on TV, I reckon. Palace, obviously, coming off the back of a couple of losses, leads picked up, uh, but I am kind of not put off by uh, Palace's form. Uh, showed enough against Leicester, lost against Chelsea, and were, were completely outclassed on the big occasion. That's fine. Uh, a 1-0 loss away at Newcastle doesn't give me alarm bells to, to get uh, worried or anything like that. Again, over 2.5 goals, uh, 65.63% of Leeds' matches, uh, 53.13 for Palace. We're looking at the Leeds aspect a little bit more there. Leeds, four clean sheets this season. Palace, nine. It's not exactly watertight. Wow. Four clean sheets all season, blimey. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, cool. Goals angle sounds good to me. Uh, and that wraps up the Premier League then. Uh, let's talk about our sponsors at Matchbook quickly and then we'll move into the EFL. Yeah, before we dive into the Championship, just want to highlight the fantastic offer available for new customers at Matchbook at the moment. So you can put down a £30 bet and if it loses, you will get that money back as a free bet to reinvest into something else. You can use it uh, with our uh, treble that we'll be reading out later on in the show. Uh, the codes that you'll need when you're signing up is TFB Podcast, all one word, TFB Podcast, and that will get you the free bet parachute, I, I'm going to call it. Uh, so, yeah, please check out Matchbook. You'll be supporting the pod, and uh, you'll be doing good by Matchbook, who offer a great service. Yeah. Absolutely, Peter, do check that out. Uh, right, let's move into the championship. You want to get us kicked off? Well, I think we got to start on Friday, right? Let's mm. go in kind of day order here. Uh, we've got a uh, Yorkshire derby. We've got Huddersfield, 1.64 against Barnsley. They're priced out at 6.6. 6. Uh, both teams' fate is pretty much sealed. They're just missing the, you know, the PL for uh for Huddersfield and Barnsley are missing the R really um for relegation and playoffs. I expect Huddersfield to to get the job done. They're on TV as they have been the last couple of games they seem to deliver uh on the big occasion. Uh stadium's looking a lot more full than it was you know midway in the season. I think the the town is starting to get behind them a little bit more and credit to them they're third in the league there's a glimmer of hope of automatic promotion. And I think Huddersfield are definitely going to put, uh, you know, the, the pressure on Bournemouth to respond um, as they play on the Friday. Barnsley, 
all but relegated, barring an absolute miracle. I think their uh, probability is 99% um, that they're done. So you can imagine them going in with a little bit of a whimper. Uh, Huddersfield on the up 1.64. Yeah, I agree. I was going to read that one out as well. Um, let's move into Saturday then. And potential price of the weekend for a team, Millwall. 2.3 for Millwall to get a victory away at Birmingham City. Um this is a Millwall side who are in seventh in the league, just one point outside of the playoffs. So they've kind of snuck in like dark horses and given themselves a real chance here. Um, and they'll back themselves to beat this Birmingham side who are really struggling. Birmingham are in 20th in the division. Um, they're 11 points above the relegation zone, so they're quite comfortably safe. But they've really got to be counting their lucky stars that... One, Reading and Derby have been deducted points this season. And two, Barnsley and Peterborough have been absolutely shocking because Birmingham have been pretty woeful, especially in the second half of the season. Um, this Millwall side, they've won two of the last three games. Um, Birmingham have lost three in a row. They conceded six to Blackpool last weekend. They conceded four to Coventry at home uh, the game before that. I just think... There's a lot of discontent around Birmingham towards the manager, towards the board. It's uh, yeah, rumours around that Lebo is going to be sacked soon. So yeah, it's a it's a. I think Millwall in the form they're in, looking up at the playoffs, they're going to Birmingham where nothing's going right for them at the moment, and I think they can definitely take advantage of that at a very good price. Yeah, as ever with Birmingham, they're an absolute mess, and it. Eventually, it's going to end in relegation. Maybe it will be next year. Uh, I don't mm. think anyone, even Birmingham fans, will tell you that they deserve anything anything more, to be honest. Uh, okay, let's have a look at Derby. Officially relegated, uh, but at home against Bristol City, 2.12. I think this could be a really good price for the Rams. Um, so put that relegation aside. They've got a better home record than Bournemouth, Luton. Huddersfield, Sheffield United, Middlesbrough, Queen's Park Rangers. I mean, it is the sixth best home record in the championship. Lots of, I mean, let's be honest, the writing was, it looked like they might be able to do it for a little bit, uh, but the writing was on the wall and they were always up against it. Uh, You couldn't even bet on Derby to be relegated at the start of the season. There was no price available. So with that, I think there's there's an understanding that without the, the deduction, they would have stayed up. Uh, Rooney's done a great job, obviously, with a lot of academy lads and, you know, kind of has has beans in uh, air quotes uh, on low wages. I think there's going to be a sense of pride and a sense of not celebration because they have got relegated, but, you know, a kind of feel good game. Uh, And Bristol City, they're, they're the absolute perfect opposition here. You talk about Birmingham, you know being involved in relegation trouble if it wasn't for a, a few narratives and a few little points here. Bristol City are a team I got my eye on next year for uh, for being in that bottom six or seven. Um, I fancy Derby strongly. I think they'll go out and they'll give their fans uh, kind of, you know, the, the joyous win uh, that they're all craving, I think. Yeah, I feel, I feel like we... It's very, very, very early days, but I feel like I can always write off a couple of teams for next season already, like Birmingham, Bristol yeah. City, like you say, Reading, I think will be down there again next season. 100%. Like, I'm looking at Bristol City, and I'm like, right, okay, let's have a look at championship 
defensive records. They're third bottom. Birmingham, fourth bottom. Like, these are bad, bad teams who have got away with it a little bit this year. And, yeah. you know, Bristol City, since they, you know, almost made the playoffs, have been going one way. And Birmingham have been going one way for even longer than that. So, yeah, I don't see why we should have any faith in them to turn it around this summer. No, completely agree. Uh, right, another one for me then. We're going to go for Swansea on the double chance in their game at home to Middlesbrough. That's priced at 1.62. Um, Middlesbrough have lost their last five league visits to the Liberty Stadium, so not a particularly happy hunting ground for them, especially at a time when they're pretty uh, poor in terms of form. So they've not won in the last four games. Their playoff charge has really stuttered. They've not even scored a goal in the last four league games either. Chris Wilder linked with Burnley, refusing to uh, commit to the Middlesbrough job and rule out his interest in the Burnley job. So there's kind of things all up in the air and a bit of disarray there. But in the meantime, Swansea just nicely plugging along, really like you mentioned on the pod a couple of weeks ago, using this run into the end of the season really wisely experimenting, changing up the tactics, using new personnel. Um, it's seen them go unbeaten in the last seven games. At home, they've won four of the last seven. Yeah, scored four last weekend against Reading. Obviously conceded four as well. But yeah, full of goals, playing well against the struggling Middlesbrough side. I think they can get at least a draw. Yep, totally agree. Middlesbrough kind of falling apart at the wrong time. No goals scored in the last four games is uh, a huge concern. Mm. Uh, Nottingham Forest, I think, will be able to get um, at 1.7. So shade a bit under evens. I thought we might be able to get a little bit more, but I suppose they are playing Peterborough, who, like Barnsley, are all but relegated. Seven points adrift, three games to go. You know, Reading just need that that one, two points to uh, to cement their championship safety. And yeah, they're, they've improved, haven't they? They've, uh, you know, they're not going to, I don't think they're going to give it easy. Uh, when Nottingham Forest come to town. They've only lost one their last six. But I think, you know, Forest are probably, what, maybe the second or third, maybe fourth best team in the league uh, at the moment. You know, you've got to respect Fulham, Huddersfield, and then I'd probably say Forest are playing better than Bournemouth uh, at the moment. And, yeah, it's showing a 4-0 absolute blitzing of West Brom. Um Sets this up nicely. Don't be sucked in by the loss against Luton as you know a um, a tailspin for you. If you think in the back in Forest, they huffed them puff first half. Second half came out completely dominated the game. Uh, you know probably should have had a goal that was uh, ruled out for offside. Uh, that's one of those uh, where it looked pretty level. It de- de- kind of depends on what side of the fence you're on. But performance was great. Bounce back ability against uh, West Brom, excellent. Fully expect them to go on and and get that win that will probably cement their playoff uh, spot, if not mathematically. Yeah, absolutely. Um, had that one myself and I'd love to see us win again and get into the playoffs. And that's where it gets really exciting. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, no more in the champ for me, though. Um, no. So we can move to League One, shall we? Yeah, feel free to uh, get us kicked off. Yeah, so uh, I'll get us kicked off with, well, 
it's a very short price, so let's talk about it very briefly. Uh, Sunderland at home to Cambridge is, is the shortest price League One team of the weekend. 1.35 is the price for Sunderland. They're unbeaten in the last 10 games. Uh, they've won four in a row at the Stadium of, stadium of Light, beating Fleetwood, Crew, Gillingham and Shrewsbury. Um, so they've got everything to play for still this season, chasing that playoff spot. They're currently in the playoffs. Um, a win will then further cement their place within them. And Cambridge, yeah, on the beach, very much up and down. Um, saw them beat Wigan and then followed up by losing at home to Charlton. So that, yeah, <laughs> you don't really know what you're going to get from them. Bit of a bag of revels, but I'm hoping that, yeah, they'll be not as up for this as Sunderland will be, considering the stakes yeah. for both sides. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think you have to point out Sunderland here, don't you? Um, yeah. I think... Yeah, Cambridge are Cambridge are party poopers. So I think you gotta you gotta tread tread carefully. But yeah, you gotta you gotta back them, aren't you? Uh, let's go for Ipswich against Crew. This is a similar story, Tom, to what you're saying. Uh, just the the heavyweight is away from home this time. Uh, Crew, as we know, relegated to League Two with a couple of games to spare. This was maybe two match days ago they were relegated. Uh, it is 1.46 for Ipswich, so let's not spend too much time on this. They have only won one of the last six playoffs. Pretty much a distant dream, I think, uh, for Ipswich. They they languish below Bolton at the moment, but I think you know if you, I'd definitely rather back Sunderland, Tom, at the price they are than than the Ipswich. Uh, price just because it's which aren't really ticking but we've mentioned before that crew are beyond bad like beyond mm. as bad as it gets so you know if they can't turn it around here then you know huge alarms for it switch <clears throat> yep um generally i was going to say um tough weekend in league one there's some big big ties rotherham oxford uh at top Wigan Plymouth, Wickham Sheffield Wednesday, then down at the bottom we've got Fleetwood against AFC Wimbledon, so big relegation tie there. So a lot is going to be decided in League One this weekend. So lots of games that are tough to call. I've got one more, so I don't know if you've got any more. Hopefully yeah, I've got, you may, I've you got, may have. <laughs> yeah, I've I've got one more, so we'll see if it's the same. Hopefully not. Uh MK Dons against Morecambe. I've got both teams to score here. At 1.81. So MK Dons, uh, they're chasing automatic promotion. Currently level on points with Rotherham in second, but worse goal difference. And Morecambe battling to avoid relegation. Currently three points clear, but uh, Fleetwood below them do have a game in hand. So, yeah, I think Morecambe have now started to actually, we see them over the last kind of six weeks or so, really pick up some form. They're scoring plenty of goals, which is why I'm forming this both teams to score tip here. We know Milton Keynes can score loads of goals, especially at home, but Morecambe have also started to score plenty. Five of their last six games have been both teams to score. Um, I just think we used this this last week on the pod for a few for a few games, and it kind of worked in our favour. You've got a side here chasing promotion, a side trying to avoid relegation. So two teams with something to play for. If there's an early goal for whichever side, 
it really puts the emphasis on, on the other team to, to get something from the game and then get that equalising goal. So, yeah, we can take advantage of that again, I feel, here with the 1.81. Yeah, definitely. I I admire what you're saying, definitely. And I'm just going to go one further, basically, because I do have the same game that I want to talk about, which is MK Don's Morecambe. Uh, but I have a different tip, so hopefully a bit more value for those League One listeners. Uh, MK Dons and yes, 3.2 uh, is the price. So that's MK Dons to win and both teams to score. So yeah, Tom, you are spot on. Um, Morecambe, however, uh, 85 goals they've conceded this season in 44 games. It is the worst in the league. It is four more than Doncaster. I just said crew were beyond, beyond, beyond bad. And Morecambe have conceded five more than them. Uh, they are an absolute train wreck at the back. They're exciting. I really enjoy them. But a train wreck. Away from <laughs> home, joint second worst record in the entire league. Crew prop it up with nine. Then Donny and Morecambe level with just 13 points from 22 games. And then MK Dons. Unfortunately, we, we would like them to be a bit stronger at home. Uh, they've got the 10th best home record, which, which might surprise you uh, somewhat as they are, you know, as you said, <clears throat> excuse me, putting pressure on for automatic promotion. I think they're too good to wobble for much longer. I've been impressed with them. I've been impressed with Liam Manning all season. I'm not letting a couple of, uh, a couple of wobbly results completely deviate me from a stance that I've had all season, which is that MK Dons are one of the best teams in the league. So I'm backing them and both teams to score. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. I could see that one for sure. Um, League two then. Yeah. Yeah. League two. Uh, Feel free to get us kicked off with, with whatever it is that's lined up on your plate. We'll go for Exeter, shall we? 1.64. Uh, we like this one. We do. They're at home yeah. to Rochdale. Um, second place in the league are Exeter, 77 points. If results go their way, I believe they, and they win this game, I believe they could mathematically secure promotion to League One. Um, yeah, they're four points inside the automatic promotion spots. With uh, They've got four games left. All their rivals have got three. So three points at home to Rochdale will see them go uh, a long, long way to securing their their status in League One for next season. Uh, They're unbeaten at home in the league in 2022. They've won eight of their 10 games that they've played. And I think, you know, that strong home form, everything, the crowd are going to be right behind them, knowing knowing what's at stake, uh, giving their team a big push over the line. And they're against the Rochdale side, who, to be fair to them, they're they're ending the season in, in fairly decent form, but away they've lost five on the spin. So, yeah, that for me kind of puts the uh, the icing on the cake for this particular tip. Yep, hundred percent. Exeter, one of the stronger tips I think this weekend. Mansfield Town, one point six two at home to Crawley. So, if you load up whatever stat website you use, you know. The one that I use has green for a win, red for a loss, amber for a draw. There is a lot of green for Crawley. Lots of green. Uh, They've won three in a row and they've won five of their last six. And then with Mansfield, 
it's a bit of a traffic light system, to be honest with you. Lots of ups, lots of downs. <laughs> um, two losses in a row, three losses in the last four. Again, this is kind of standing on a narrative, like MK Dons. They're standing on a stance, sorry, not a narrative. So I haven't been able to trust Crawley all season. They've thrown in win, loss. You expect them to win, they lose. That you know, they score five one week, they go three games without scoring, they look great at the back, then they concede four against a mid table team. I'm just not ready to trust them, to be honest with you, even on this good run. <clears throat> Mansfield kind of blowing up a little bit just when they really, really need to to get those wins. They're down to eighth. Uh, there was a, a real strong feeling that they were gonna gate crash that top three. And you know, it's mathematically still possible, but I don't know if you saw Nigel Clough's interview, Tom, uh, kind of went uh, around yeah. social media. Basically, first of all, I love it when footballers and football people call playing football work. I, I don't think it's work, to be honest. But um, yeah, uh, he said, if you can't get promote, if you can't get motivated for the last few games of the season, when we can possibly get promoted, don't bother coming into work. And I think that message shows, you know, very similar to the Antonio Conte comment that I made earlier. I think Mansfield are going to be right up for this. They've been absolutely excellent at home recently. Their home form is what's carried them uh, all the way from kind of lower mid-table to to the brink of automatics at one stage. Not ready to trust Crawley. I'm, I'm back in Mansfield to get on track here. Yep, I can see that one. Uh, just one more from me then. Bristol Rovers against Forest Green Rovers. I'm going to go for Bristol Rovers to get the win here. Uh, 2.56 at home to this faltering Forest Green. Forest Green are going to get promoted, absolutely. And it will probably be this weekend. They could lose this game and still get promoted anyway. So everyone's a winner, really, if if that happens. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they've actually just, they've won one of their last seven away games in the league. So that's been the crux of their, their faltering form, really. Um, at home, they've not been too bad. Away from home, pretty poor. Uh, we've seen them last time out away from home get beaten 4-0 away at Barrow, who are struggling. If you're getting beat away at Barrow, uh, I am concerned about you when you go away to Bristol Rovers, who are chasing that automatic promotion spot. Um, they've won five on the bounce at home. They've not lost at home in the league since the 7th of December. So in all the games they've played in, in 2022 at home, uh, they've won eight, drawn two. So they've played 10 games, unbeaten in all 10. Very, very strong form. Home, away, particularly at home. 2.56 is a it's a big, big price. And yeah, it's just because they're against Forest Green and it is Forest Green because the form would say that, that Bristol Rovers should be shorter in the odds here. Yeah, agreed. Uh, yeah, limping over the finish line, Forest Green. I think it's fair to say. Yeah. Uh, I've got one more, mate, to round off the tips for this weekend. It is Salford away at Oldham. In, this must be some kind of derby, no? Surely. Uh, maybe, yeah. I know Salford maybe. haven't been that relevant to Oldham until recently, but sh- surely there's something going on. Anyway, <clears throat> I'm back in Salford. They're 
I think Oldham are going to be relegated, Tom. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think so. I think so. Uh, I look at the bottom picture. Barrow are the only ones that really worry me. I think Stevenage is showing just enough under mm. uh, Stevenage Evans to pull away from it. <laughs> and Oldham, Oldham went from looking like they were going to win the league, kidding, but they they looked unbeatable. Now they are really worrying me and they're throwing in some very bad performances. I will give them a little bit of respect. Their three losses in a row were against Port Vale, Northampton and Forest Green. They are some tough, tough results. But that's what I'm saying. They're against a Salford team that are chasing the playoffs. And Salford, in my mind at the moment, are a solid team who are playing well. Yes, they've lost to Bristol Rovers at home. Uh, well, sorry, Bristol Rovers were at home, so they lost away. And they drew disappointingly against Barrow in midweek. But before that, you know, decent, strong results. Nothing crazy, nothing sexy, nothing headline-grabbing. We're just getting the job done, putting in those 7 out of 10 performances, getting over the line. And Oldham here, as we've just seen, you know, not exactly up for it against those big teams and kind of wobbling a bit all over the place, really. I think it's going to end in tears for for Sheridan um, and Oldham. And yeah, I'm back in Salford to go there and get a win. Mm. Well, if they lose and uh, Barrow and Stevenage both win at the weekend, then it's, it's no night. For Oldham. Done. Tucked yeah. in. Pillow yeah. and a bedtime story. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Could certainly see it happening. Uh, so that is everything then for the tips this weekend. Let's uh, have a look at last week's treble, which unfortunately wasn't a winner. And then we'll go and give you this week's treble as well. I'm really annoyed that this one lost because we exercised a demon. Didn't we? We did, didn't we? Yeah. It started off really well. Yeah, we had the early kickoff. And I'll be honest with you, it's normally when we did uh, one treble at times uh, during the start of the season and previous years, it's normally me that wants to back the early kickoff. Mm-hmm. And Tom always says no. And when we put it out, people message us and say, what are you doing? And it normally does lose, to be honest. <laughs> but Exeter... With the early kickoff, and they won two nil against Colchester. Absolutely no problem, uh, comfortably yeah. the better side. We did have Sheffield United, however, as the day progressed, uh, they lost two one to Reading uh, at home. So by the time the Huddersfield game kicked off, who we backed against QPR, the treble had already lost, and Huddersfield made sure it lost <laughs> by drawing two two. Um, so not yeah. our best, but. We, I know we say this every week, but we think we've got a cracker this week. We really we do. do. Yeah, we, we love do. this treble. This one's a good one. Look, it's not the easiest um, week of fixtures, but we feel we've pl- plucked out three that mm. we hope we'll win. Um, so we're going to go for two for the champ, one from League Two. So uh, Forest is the first team to get the win away at Peterborough. Then we're going to go for Millwall to also get the win away at Birmingham. And finally, in League Two, as we've just spoken about, Exeter to get the victory at home against Rochdale. So that is an industry best price on Matchbook at 6.6. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I could not recommend back in the treble with Matchbook anymore. Why settle for less, honestly? Yeah. Why? Yeah. 
Don't and it is 6.6 at time of recording. But the matchbook price promise is that if another sports book can beat that price, they'll boost it again. So it beats whatever beats it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, terribly explained, but yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I think everyone everyone understands what you're trying to say. All right, so <laughs> let's move into fancy football then. It's been a little bit of a while since we've done this part of the show, just because there's been so much going on in terms of games and talking points. We didn't want the show overrunning, essentially. We wanted to keep it at a good listening time for everyone. Uh, lots going on. And I went mm-hmm. up. I'm 231st wow. now. So I'm wow. flying. I'm absolutely flying. Yeah. You yeah. did all right there. Yeah. Where are you? 97th. Just checking you can now. finish yeah. in double digit spots, that would be a great season for you. That would be amazing. Mm. Amazing. Yeah. And to be honest, I've got to say, I've not really paid too much attention to this over the last mm. six weeks or so. Well, I'll tell you who has paid attention. That's our top 10. And it is David Brown. This is in reverse order. Sorry, David. David Brown, Tom Arnold, Charlie Donnelly, Alpha M9K. Not sure how to pronounce that last name. Mike. Don't know. Vincent Rayner, Nathan Brunskill, Oliver Hogburn, Chantel Cruikshanks, Chris Hindle. I tell you what, I'm delighted to see Chris back up there because he's been in this league since season one. I reckon. Yeah, he won it, didn't he? Died yeah, back in the day. yeah, he's a uh, he's a a one time champion, but he's not top. Tom Casper's uh, Grava, well, I think is a new name, is top of our board mm. with uh, Varpa United FC. Yeah, yeah, new name. So he is on uh, two thousand two hundred and forty two points. So he is currently in line to win the. Uh, free bet at the end of the season if he stays there at the top. However, if there's any sneaky ones out there and you are beating 2,242 points, you can still join the league. Um, so yeah, the more the merrier. Of course, we'll roll over into next season as well. So if you if you join the league now, you'll obviously stay in it when we when we renew it for next season too. So please come and join in the fun on fantasy football. Yeah, please do. T underscore FB podcast is the Twitter follow that you need in your life. So please follow us. Lots of good content on there, including uh, midweek Twitter tips. Uh, Obviously, the games are are flying at the moment, so there's lots going on. So please make sure you give us a follow at T underscore FB podcast to stay up to date. Yeah, and if you have enjoyed this show, we'd really appreciate it if you could leave us a rating or review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Well, that's it, Tom. Another week down, closer to the end. And uh, yeah, yes. I'm getting excited now. Yeah, me too. So all the best for the weekend, guys. Thank you for listening to the show as ever. Please get in touch, like Tom says, on social. Let us uh, see your best slips, whether it's our tips, your own things, whatever you've got on. We love to see them. And uh, we'll be back same time again next week. Bye-bye. <laughs>